0: All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Sabre Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Friday, December 9th of 2022. Looking ahead to the Week 14 uh, NFL main slate, as always, on a Friday. Got a 10-game NBA slate, as well as a 10-game NHL slate. Should be a ton of uh, DFS action on tap. Today, looking ahead to the weekend, I think we got MMA as well. So it should be a fun weekend, as always. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I am one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions that come in in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you are not a member of our Discord, there is a link in the description to get joined up highly recommend it as always tons of good dfs conversation and communication happening in those channels for instance yesterday i was doing a little uh live scouting at the rams and raiders game unfortunately you know they made the qb switch after the first drive couldn't have predicted it but was there in person uh, looking and seeing who was taking the reps. So we were we were uh, posting some messages in the Discord. Another great reason to be in there so you can see those kind of uh, quirky updates when they do happen because they do happen from time to time. So that being said, uh, we are just going to jump right in. Going to hit all the Discord questions first. And if anybody is just tuning in, has any questions that they want to catch live, uh, throw them in the YouTube chat. We will make sure to get to all of the questions before the end of the show. Promise you guys that. So let me get Saber Sim pulled up here. Looks like we got uh like three or four questions here to get us going today. And the first one came in from Graphics Guy. Said, is there a way to make a group of players after I run my first sim? I want to be able to select a group to use at least four to six players from at use at least 4 to 6 players from in each build. Okay. So what I'll say is that you probably have to do this in the it, it has to be done in the home screen to then be applied post build. So I'm not sure exactly what you're trying to do like after you run the sim, but you know, let's say, you know, maybe you run some builds, uh you kind of get a feel for what you want and now you're ready to like build your lineups, right? So all I I would do is I would come into the lineup rules. I would do a group manual rule. And then I would say, you know, use at least four, which is what you're saying. And, and, you know, in this instance, I I always think it's better to have like a larger group. So say, you know, say say you have a group of um, six guys, you know, you put six guys in a group. I I think it's better to give the builder a little flexibility and say, you know, use at least uh, two, use at least three and that way you know you're not going to get so much of certain players but you you know that the players that you want are going to be in every lineup and this will allow for it'll allow the builder to do kind of what the builder wants while still abiding to some of the principles of what you want your lineups to look like so it also will like allow for like for like some flexibility and and different things like that so i think that one, that is a way to get what you want while still uh, allowing the builder to do a little bit of what it wants and you get kind of a happy medium doing it that way. So so this is the way I would do it, you know, just come into the lineup rules and, uh, you know, click in these players. Maybe it's like, you know, Embiid, Durant, uh, maybe you throw in like some value guys. Looks like Mitch Rob is a value, Fultz, uh, Danny. So then, you know, I have my six guys and i'm gonna say you know use at least two use at least three i think three is fine as well and then kind of see what your lineups look like from there but that's how you do it let me know if you have any follow-up graphics guy and we can circle back on it but happy to answer any more questions in regards to that okay question here from rogue three i'm gonna get this in the chat Rogue said, can you go over the biggest differences between cash lineups and GPPs and what the appeal of cash is in general? I never play cash games, but hear people constantly talk about it in NBA. Is it just getting lineups with a strong floor as opposed to getting unique with huge upside? Thanks. Mm -hmm. So Rogue, you're definitely like kind of on the right track there. Um, The big thing with cash is that you are looking for a lineup uh, with a high 50th percentile, um, score basically, mm-hmm. or like you, you want to, you want to score, you want a lineup with a like a uh, strong, uh, strong 50th, 50th percent, uh, percentile or like the median, you know, you want the median of the lineup to be strong. So basically, you know, you're just trying to get like over that 50% threshold, which is the cash line. Um, the 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 thing about cash and i've heard i've i've talked to players who like play cash or like consume content from players that that play cash and i think that you know cash used to be more viable when there weren't so many projection sources when projections weren't as good uh you could probably you know make a decent roi playing cash i think it's a lot harder especially in the dfs landscape in 2022 you know people are going to use whatever projection source they're using saber sim uh they're going to use you know stochastic or etr or run or or whoever whoever it may be right and they're going to use their builder and they're going to come into here and you know basically build the cache optimal which which we could do you know right now on stream so you know you come in here you don't really. Uh, do, do much other than just use the average projections. And what Saber Sim is going to do is it's going to uh, use the mean score of every single player in the player pool and try and build the highest projected lineup possible. And that would be like Saber Sim's cash optimum, right? And then you could go and do the same thing for Roto-Grinders. You could do the same thing for... uh. ETR and you can do the same thing for for osmo and I just think that in 2022 it's really easy to to build a, a very high strong projected lineup lineup and these contests are still being raked by DraftKings and FanDuel so like you know the the edges are like very like micro edges and you still have to beat the rake on top of that. So you know, I think somebody who's like a content, uh, a content creator like in the in the space is is uh, Jordan Cooper Blender HD HD, and like I, I've heard him say on shows like he's making you know uh, a couple percent, like two percent, you know ROI in in cash over you know a, a specific season or period of time. He didn't go into the details, but you know, you, you just you would have to get down so much action in cash just to make like that that worth it to you so i i really like and and not just me but like the team really thinks that um gpps are the better contests to play the better time investment the better bankroll investment and uh you can get like a lot more bang for your buck doing that cash is just really hard to beat and, and you know um going back to the jordan cooper example like he is like a a top cash game player and uh, that that's the ROI he's making. So like, you have to be really, really good. And then on top of that, you know, what, what, what ROI are you making? Even if you like, you're, you're, you know, one of the better uh, players in, in that type of contest. So just some thoughts on cash. I think it's just, you know, really easy to build good cash lineups. Uh, If you are playing cash, you know, I, I would highly recommend coming in and changing this uh lineup sorter to do 50th percentile i think that is the optimal sorting method that we offer at the time and i think it is uh even better than projected scores so uh highly recommend you know if you are playing cash using the 50th percentile it'll give you like the highest median uh lineup for you to use there but gonna move on from that question and move on to this next one from Mills Casey. Mills, I I I believe I heard right that Mills uh shipped a showdown recently. So Mills, if you're here, congratulations if if that was indeed true. So uh Mills said, here's the real question after this past week. How do you suggest handling unprojected players? Adding to their zero projection adds that value to every sim, making your projection the outcome of the sim. How does this clash with using sim diversity? Baker Mayfield, DeAndre Jordan, and toy Craig were all zero projected single-game slate breakers from the past few days. So uh Mills, this is like a, a good question and and something that you mm-hmm. know, if you are uh playing these type of contests, uh, I can see the value in trying to um understand exactly how this works i see matt uh you know founder SaberSim is typing in the discord i believe it's probably in response to this question so i'm gonna wait and and let matt uh give his two cents here before answering this so i'm gonna jump over to youtube chat and mills we will circle back on this question so gonna jump over to youtube chat give matt a second to uh Give give some thoughts on that question. Got a question here from Uncrabby Cabby said, hey, Andrew, how do you cultivate your player pool for NBA mm-hmm. while preserving the sanctity of the Sims? Also, do creating groups in Step One affect the sanctity of the Sims? Uncrabby Cabby, you must have uh, caught our Behind the Sims episode with the uh, you know use of the word sanctity of the Sims. So glad you were able to catch that if if that was the case. But yeah, no, I think this is like a really good question. You know, kind of with the way like uh, some of the you know discoveries or or. Uh, you know, new roads that we're kind of going down and kind of exploring in our in our content and, and, and internally. So I'll tell you something that, you know, I do and something that I think that uh you you could uh possibly like gain something from. So you know how do you uh you know cultivate or, or curate your your player pool, right? I think it's like a really good question, especially in regards to some of the conversations that we've been having. One thing that I've been doing actually And I think this is like a kind of a good test and kind of shows you uh, a little more into like what the builder is doing is that I've been decreasing my, um, my min projection filter. You know, uh, we, we've had, I believe the default is at 13 is the minimum projection for NBA and just really quickly here. Uh, I know at the beginning of the season we had some content with uh, Max Steinberg coming on and Max said that he likes to increase his min projection filter to about 18 and, and use it at, at that level. I think that's one way to, you know, make sure that uh, the players that are getting into your lineups, you like more. So I don't, I, I still don't see anything wrong with that per se, but in regards to, uh, what what I've been doing ever since, you know, we kind of had that conversation with Andy, Matt, and Jordan, is I've actually been lowering it uh, further past the threshold and letting, like, I, I'm trying to let the builder, you know, I'm trying not to take anybody out of the player pool, let the builder build the lineups that it wants to, and then spot check that in after the build is run, and see who's getting into my lineups, even with me uh, putting this threshold really low. So I, like, I'm going to demo that for you and and kind of show you what I'm talking about. So, you know, min projection of greater than 13 by default. I'm going to come in here, and then I'm going to lower it. So my projection, uh, show p- players with my projection greater mm-hmm. than, I don't know, 7. So, So at 13, we are removing... 184 players from the player pool and then at seven we are removing 152 so that's about like 32 more players and you can like scroll down and and go down and look at this right so let's see let's see where the cutoff was where the cutoff is now and and who we are allowing into our pool of lineups so at at 13 the cutoff is right here at paul reed so we're allowing all of these other guys you know the jalen johnson's uh, the, the Rudy Gays et cetera, all into our available player pool. Um, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. You know, they're still projected for like fairly good minutes, you know, in the upper teens to like 15 to 20 range for most of them. And then as we get down here to like seven, you know, these are like a bunch of guys that are under 10 minutes. So I, I don't mind this cutoff at all. And I, I'm really interested to, you know, kind of demonstrate, uh, how many of these players still get into your lineups, even with the threshold being so low. And, you know, this is like one way to really tell how sim diversity is working and and who it is still allowing into your lineups. So I'm going to run a uh, 1,500 lineup pool here. And then we are going to look at this. So going to run 1,500 lineups. I'm going to go into the post build and basically like see who the builder is putting into my lineups after I have maxed out min uniques. So let's give this a shot. Uh, we have, you know, let's, let's say, you know, we're building 150 lineups. We'll pull a 1500 here sorting by saber score. First thing I'm going to do is I am going to see how many, many uniques I can get. So let's try four. Okay. We're good there let's try five. We are good there. I I really don't think we can go past five here. We're already at lineup 1266 out of 1500. So I'm just going to leave this at five, right? So, you know, mini unique players five, we're trying to maximize diversity as we've talked about many times on this show. Great. So like, this is the player pool that I'm going to have at five mini uniques. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go, I'm going to go in to sort by sort by projection descending. And I'm going to scroll down here and I'm, I'm going to see how many of these players that we allowed into our player pool actually got into our lineups. So we were at this seven uh, threshold here. Uh, nobody below 15 yet. Nobody. Okay, so, so the first player, even after we uh, opened up our player pool, the lowest projected player is still at 17.25 points like that is way above the seven, that is way above the 13, and that's that's almost near the 18 that uh, Max Steinberg was talking about. So what what all I'm trying to do is saying like, hey, you know, let the Sims put in whoever they want, and then I will come in here and get rid of certain lineups with certain players based on how I feel about that. And I think it's uh, pretty interesting to say like, okay, let's let more players in. And then they still don't get into the lineups because that is what sim diversity is, is supposed to do. It's supposed to give you diverse lineups, but still maintain your upside. And like the fact that our lowest projected player is still only 17 points shows me that sim diversity is doing what we want it to. So this is something I'll do Uh, a red flag for me would be like, Hey, you know, I'm getting like a multiple lineups with this guy projected at 10 points. You you know, do I, do I want to allow him in Um, at that point? You know, I could just come in here and zero out his max exposure. And then now I am just in like the filtering lineup phase. You know, I am getting rid of lineups with players that I don't want, but at least I know that the Sims ran in one of its uh, more pure forms there. So you know, this is the way like that I've been, uh, using it, uh, more recently based on some of those conversations. And, and it's really nice to come in here and, and spot check the builder and make sure that it's doing what it's supposed to, even at such a high mini unique setting there. Okay. Uh, some, some, some comments here from people watching. So, uh, uncrabbycabby is referring to the behind the sims episode you know i did great discussion for anybody who didn't catch it would highly recommend it it is over on our youtube channel on the behind the sims playlist you can always find that there. awesome discussion uh let's see rogue said i've switched to using value greater than three over uh plus point projection cutoff depending on size yeah i think there's like multiple ways uh to go about it and you know just just looking at this right i mean the lowest value is, is above four naturally. So, uh, 4.05, I don't see a single player with three value on here. So like, yeah, I mean like the coolest part is that you're setting it as a floor, but you almost don't even need it. But like, it's nice to have that floor there, right? It's like just a security blanket just in case. And I think that's like the best way to do any type of, uh, curation uh, of your player pool and you know come in here come in here post build and kind of spot check those things uh, okay follow up from uncrabby cabbie said and he was all about utilizing the sliders without constraining the sims so how would you utilize the sliders to build lineups for example under 200 percent max ownership so i really wouldn't put that in as a pre-build filter all i would do is like if that means a lot to you it's just like um you know come in here You know set your mini uniques spot check your players that are getting into your lineups and then come in here and add a filter and then say you know show lineups with uh ownership less than and then i'll say 200 and then what this is going to do is it's going to filter out lineups so it's going to if we filtered out 48 lineups where the sum ownership was below that threshold or uh, I'm sorry like 48 uh, lineups that didn't meet our 200% some ownership threshold and we were still able to maintain our min uniques we still have you know 150 lineups here we just got rid of some and and that's totally okay so you know you could come back and see you know did we add any players that we didn't want to it looks like the answer is is no still at the same guy at 17.25 so so you know coming in here post build And basically, like, narrowing your pool, shaving off the edges that you might not want to play, you know, shave off the sum ownership, maybe like shave off, you know, some of the lower projected lineups, if like, that's something you're worried about, and or, or uh, some of the lower projected players like that, at this point, you have no effect on the Sims, and you are just narrowing the focus, trying to find the set of lineups that most reflects what you are trying to do on the slate and take that into your uh actual contest so i i would really recommend you know using a post build filter and then one another cool thing is like you can see how many of those lineups the builder built automatically you know if you think like some ownership under 200 means a lineup is good well the builder only built three percent of those lineups approximately right uh 15 lineups is, is 1% of 1500. So, you know, about 3% of the, your entire pool was over that threshold. And, you know, you can come in here and like, you could see what those lineups look like. Right. Uh, you know, may, maybe look at like some of the higher saber score ones and, you know, this was like a rank four, you know, see what it looks like and see like, you know, maybe why you would deem it good enough to be in your pool in the first place. So you could definitely, you know, have like a little back and forth with some of those rules and see what those lineups look like. And you could be say, you know, yeah, you know, um, I wouldn't want to play this lineup and, you know, agree with why it's in the trash. Or maybe be like, oh, you know, maybe I'm okay playing this one at 210% because I have three guys in the 10%, four guys in the 10% range, one guy at sub 1%. Like there's no way this is going to be duped uh, etc. So just some food for thought there for you on Krabby Cabby, but, uh, you know, happy to show off what SIM diversity is doing naturally. And, um, hopefully, you know, um, for all the users watching can like gain a little more trust in, in how effective it is on its own with, with minimal constraints. Okay. Gonna circle back to this question from Mills. And just gonna reread it and then take a deep dive into what Matt is saying here. So gonna get this question into the mm-hmm. chat. I don't think that I have brought it over yet. Okay, no, I did. So Mill said, here's the real question. After this past week, how do you suggest handling unprojected players adding to their zero projection adds that value to every sim, making your projection the outcome of the sim. How does this clash with using sim diversity? Baker Mayfield, DeAndre Jordan, and Torrey Craig were all zero projected single game slate breakers from the last past few days. And then Matt jumped in here, and I am just going to read Matt's response because it will be a lot more intuitive. So Matt said, this is actually not how it works. When you set a projection for someone not in the Sims, we try to match them to the most similar player and then adjust that distribution to match the input projection for example if you set baker to 10 points and wolford was at 13 then we'll use wolford's distribution for baker and then adjust it three points down okay that makes a lot of sense to me so uh you know just to kind of uh clarify and kind of demonstrate this so i'm gonna jump back to the showdown from yesterday and we can talk about this so you know jumping back to yesterday's showdown Vegas versus the Rams. If you were playing, you knew that the quarterback situation for the Rams was very up in the air. wasn't clear who was going to start and slash or play the entire game. So what what Matt is saying is that you know we have Wolford here projected for thirteen point five eight points. If you click on him, this is his distribution of outcomes and across our sims, right? So you know Mills is asking hey you know what happens when i say that i'm going to switch quarterbacks basically i want to zero out wolford and i want to give a projection to baker mayfield but i might not want to uh one for one them so so let's say let's say that you did one for one them right so i'm going to come in here i'm going to zero out wolford and then I'm going to come down here to Baker Mayfield. And then I am going to give him the exact projected points that Wolford had. What Matt is is saying in the Discord is that we, since they are both quarterback position, we are going to take Baker and try and match him to the closest related player that is in the Sims. So that would be Wolford in this instance. So we will essentially, I don't know why this is uh, clicking one second trying to pull up this distribution again um and it is giving me some trouble here okay having a little trouble pulling up the range of outcomes uh for for some reason here i think this is a good chance to you know use the reset all button and try again and that looks like it worked and i'm going to come in here get baker the points and that looks like it worked as well going to reset this so if i were to go back down to uh wolford and pull up his distribution which it should work uh now okay great so what what we're going to do if we give baker the exact projection that we give uh that wolford had because they both play quarterback there we are basically going to like one for one swap them in the sims and we are going to give baker wolford's distribution We've talked about how affecting how changing projection affects the range of outcome on this show many times. So let's say you know, um, like for example, we've always said that you know if you move a person's projection uh, two points higher, we are going to uh, shift that person's range of outcomes in the Sims, and for every time they score ten, now they score twelve, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we're going to do the same thing for Baker in this instance. If you set Baker to, you know, maybe 10 points, maybe you don't want to give him the exact point projection that Wolford had at 13, you know, you want to give Baker three points less. We are going to give Baker Wolford's range of outcomes. And then we are going to decrease Baker's, uh, Every time he scores in the Sims, you know, he scores 10. Now he scores seven. He scores 15. Now he scores 12. So so that is what is taking place and is my interpretation of what Matt is saying. Seems really intuitive. You are taking a range of outcomes for a player at the same position, but you are swapping them out. And then based on the new projection that you set for X player... You are. We are going to decrease it. So, still able to uh, take advantage of the sims and and still able to use the the sims and keep them fairly uh, close to what is actually happening, especially when we are running these single game simulations. So, uh, I actually did not know that was how it worked before so thank you matt for jumping in there and providing some information for all of us to review on the stream uh makes a lot of sense and this is why uh, we continue to trust the work that the team is doing behind the scenes all the time but great clarification there and um mills if you have any more follow-up just let us know and we can continue talking about it in the thread with matt that way he can see it and um you know if there's anything to be gained from that. We can uh, follow up on this show on Monday and and talk about it more. But that being said, everybody, that was our last question. Um, If anybody has any more questions, now is a great time to get them into the chat. I will hang around for a couple of minutes here and uh, give anybody a chance to jump in and ask any final questions ahead of the weekend. You know, got a, uh, I think we have a pretty big MMA card 14 gamer tomorrow or 14 fight card, uh, not gamer. So that'll be pretty interesting. I think we got the 10 game NFL slate should be fun as always week 14. And um, you know, if you are uh, have been participating all season long in our max challenge giveaway, do not forget to max enter the mini max contest, getting really close to the end of the season and all of the end of the season prizes should be an awesome, uh, giveaway and it's it's been a fun time doing it all season long so continue to participate in the max challenge to get those end of the season prizes but that being said everybody you know we'll be right back on monday 2 p.m eastern for our regularly scheduled office hours if anybody has any questions over the weekend just shoot a message over in the support channel or use the report a problem link or email support at saberson.com. We make it very easy for you guys to reach us so we can help you solve any question or issue that you might be having. But until then take care, good luck in your contests and have a good weekend.